we are balancing the rest of the body on top of it. You are whole. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You're simply in process. So here we are. Allie Green, I am so excited to be live on Facebook with you. And I'm feeling kind of like, I just feel like, why are we sitting, right? So before the end of this, just beware. <laughs> We're going to be doing some somatic moving because this is a golden opportunity. It's so great to see you virtually. I have not seen you in a long time, even virtually. So it's such a pleasure. Allie Green, I'm going to introduce you. And then the viewers live and on the replay on Facebook, and then eventually on the Journey Through Health and Wellness podcast on Anchor FM and on Spotify, we'll have the golden opportunity to hear this interview. Wow. <laughs> so, so when we're moving around, we're going to have to be verbally descriptive because those podcasters are not going to be able to see us. But Ah, oh, they'll be able to be embodied with it. So Allie Green, somatic movement educator, is a holistic movement and fitness specialist. And she is the owner of, of Equilibrium Pittsburgh Movement Studio and Soma Movement LLC of Pittsburgh, PA. She is a Stott Pilates comprehensively certified in 2007. She's a 500-hour registered yoga therapist in Embody Yoga, which P.S. is where we met through the amazing Lisa Clark, who I hope is tuning in live or on the replay here. And she's a somatic registered, 200 registered yoga therapist. Feel free to clarify my introduction later, Allie. And she, is, she has background now, most recently, in applied polyvagal theory in therapeutic yoga level one and two through Dr. Ariel Schwartz. And I could go on and on for the next 10 minutes on this incredible bio <laughs> that you provided to me. But the bottom line is you are an incredible resource in both you know, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where you have your studio and also worldwide now in your online presence. And so I am so honored that you're here and I I'm, might be putting you on the spot now, but you can always punt in any direction. When I ask you a question here, we are doing this for the Journey Through Health and Wellness podcast. And I am very interested, which I didn't share ahead of time with you, in if you're willing to share something about your personal story, what got you so deeply, really deeply into movement? Where does your story begin? I'd love to start there if you're comfortable doing so. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been in some sort of movements. I started dancing when I was four. I was a professional ballet dancer for a number of years. And so I've, I've always loved moving. And then I found Pilates and really enjoyed that and was teaching that for, say it was maybe eight years. And just really, I, I started to feel like there was something more needed working with my clients like just the just the pure kind of physical movement just wasn't always enough and I didn't know what I was looking for and I had you know I knew of somatics but you know there's so many different you know genres of it and I was like you know so 
I feel like it's very serendipitous. Lisa Clark being in Pittsburgh for, you know, eight years and I caught her on the tail end and I- um, you, you and me both. Yeah. And so someone told me about her and I was like, this sounds so interesting. And I didn't even understand what it was. I'd never heard of, um, well, I'd heard of body mind centering. I'd, I'd heard of Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen, but never kind of stepped into it deeply. And I had my ideas about yoga and I knew that most of the yoga that was out there, I was interested in maybe learning yoga, but I wasn't interested in most of what I saw. So I went to her class and I just had this amazing epiphany in class of just being in my body, not trying to make my body do something, but simply listening to it. And I had had a hip issue that I had been trying to work with. And I swear in that one class, there was a big shift. And I remember thinking in my head, it can't be this easy. I came from a place of, you know, all the muscles and you have to direct people's bodies and you have to put their shoulders here and the alignment, you know, and I was like, well, wait a minute. I just did that myself because I was feeling myself. So that was it. I signed up for the 200 hour body yoga and somatics fell in love. And then during that time, my mother passed away suddenly. And it was one of those places where you're just kind of broken open. And, you know, I had always been someone extremely intellectual, very scientific, and just, so there was just this huge shift. And when I was doing this work, and this might sound woohoo to people, but if you are in the embodiment community, it doesn't, the times that I felt closest to my mother were in those moments where I was really deeply in my body process. And I will say that that's because I was very close to source, you know, and we come and we go from that source. And I just continued to learn, do the 300 hour with Lisa. Now I'm taking, you know, Bonnie's classes online. I'm just, you know, I- I'm taking her classes as well. They are incredible. Shout out to one of, if not the originator of developmental movement embodiment work that we all are very deeply rooted in. I started with her in 1988 or 89 in her developmental movement week. And we were on the floor for a full seven days with about a hundred people in a gym at the University of Amherst with loads of physio balls flying across streams of physio balls. And in the last moment of the last five minutes of day seven, we stood up. And so you understand that so well continue your story and then i'll interrupt you <laughs> yeah no and i mean it's just i just really began to um it was exactly what i was looking for and now when i work with clients and that's why I, you know i say it's holistic fitness that when someone's coming in and they've got you know it, they don't even have to have anything going on it's you know but when you work with someone and you really take into account, you know, what else is going on in their life, their stress level, 
their relationships. And it's not, I'm not a therapist. I don't, we don't get into deep conversation, but you know, I certainly start my sessions now by just simply saying, you know, how are you doing? What'd you do this week? You know, what's going on with you? And it really helps me to form a session around them that is going to meet their needs for that day. Let's dive into that idea that you just planted, which is you said, I'm not a therapist. Mm -hmm. Now, I am a therapist. I'm a vision therapist. I'm a movement therapist. Are you a somatic movement therapist? No, I don't use that word because I think it's confusing. What I do might be therapeutic to the person, but for me, I, in, in our culture, I don't hold those credentials. So I think for someone like me, it can get into a little sticky area if I'm calling myself a therapist. Like I don't, I did not take a course for yoga therapy. That's a totally different thing than the embody yoga and somatics. But I do, I will use the word therapeutic and I see that kind of change in my clients. So we may be working, you know, it's that bottom up, it's that body based, but then I will see shifts in their emotional states or psychological, uh, their confidence because my purpose is to bring people back to themselves, for them to understand that they have self-agency, that they can make good choices for themselves in their body. And that is not, again, our culture. Look, I mean, we, we have, you know, this or that, and we go to a doctor and we, you know, or we go here, or we go there. We, you know, it's like we're, we're a car, you know, and we take it to the mechanic and then it gets handed back to us. And so I was even working with someone yesterday, just, uh, you know, having her feel her feet on the ground. Now, you know, I may have someone that's really interested in doing that for a half an hour, and then we will. But there are people that are like, okay, you know, and so we can incorporate that into movement, into fitness, you know, so, so I will work on the ground. I usually start all of my clients on the ground and then we develop many developmentally work our way up. And I've also incorporated that on the Pilates equipment so that we're approaching Pilates from a developmental perspective. We're using more than the muscular skeletal system, which is the typical system to work within. And I'm finding that my clients are having a lot of fun with it and they are getting to know themselves and be able to make good movement choices for themselves. So, you know, I always say, I'm glad you're here, but I don't want you to need me. <laughs> so, so you're, you're teaching people how to take care of themselves through helping them to familiarize themselves with their own embodiment and their own wisdom of their soma and their movement patterns that underlie whatever their ailment or whatever the reason is they might be coming to you for. And thereby you are then giving them the tools 
to work with so that they can practice. Do you recommend, I know that this varies, but how might uh, somebody be advised to practice? Would they be advised to practice three times a day, once a day? I mean, how do you, let's bring it into the current, the current moment. You know, what, what is the range? Let me ask it that way. What is the range of what your recommendations might, might be? Yeah, it really, it is a range. So I may have someone that all I want them to do is just notice your feet, notice your feet. Like when you walk around, when you stand. So there's always, you know, it's not open-ended like, Hey, look, there's your feet, you know? So it's very much, you know, we teach about, you know, uh, the tripod foot. So standing on that mound of the big toe. But can I, can I interrupt you? And would you lead us for about five minutes? I think that would be even better. <laughs> so, so I'm going to ask you, I'm going to be specific and you can take it wherever you want, but could you lead us, those of us perhaps that are embodied souls or, or define ourselves that way, but who have been put in the position, for example, in the past year or so to be sitting in a chair in front of a computer more than we might be or ever have in the past. And can we start from those tripod feet? What's a tripod foot? What's a big toe mound? Or this might be reaching somebody who has no idea what embodiment is all about, but they're sitting at their desk all day. So maybe we can speak on two levels, which I know is a challenge because when you're working one-on-one, you have a person in front of you with a certain life experience that you generally know something about. But here, let's see if we can reach, let's challenge ourselves to reach a slightly larger audience. And, and where, were, where are we gonna go with that master Ali Green, master Soma movement guru, Ali Green? I don't, I don't no, no guru. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a person that knows some stuff and I want to share it with people, honestly, like, so, um, but also I think what's so beautiful about this work is that you can teach it to a large class. You can teach it without someone seeing because it's all about the feeling. So I'm really helping people clarify what they feel in their bodies. So, um, so yeah, let's go through a little practice. So first, since, since we are probably all sitting and listening, what I'd like everyone to do is bring your right foot up so you can actually touch it. And if you have shoes on, I want you to take your shoes off because I also recommend that people walk barefoot as much as they can. And I want you to take your socks off because even socks can dampen the sensation of the receptors in our in our body. So I just want you to start to touch that right foot. And if you're not familiar with things like this, when's the last time you touched your foot like this? Maybe it was to put moisturizer on them. But even when we're doing things like that in our daily life, are we really focusing on the foot or are we moisturizing because I have to get to the next thing? So we are going to massage the foot and really take our attention. What is the texture of your skin? Are there places in your foot that are softer? So, so what, what is the tissue like in your, your, your foot? It's not all the same. So if we look at the, 
what we could call the pad of the foot. They're right under the toes. That's that skin's got a different texture than maybe the the arch, which is you know in between that pad of the foot and your heel. So the ball of the foot is that area that is right underneath your toes. So where your toes end, if you just kind of scrunch your toes and open your toes, that part of the foot right below your toes, that's what we could call the ball of the foot. It's got some nice padding on it. And go ahead and push into that part of that area right underneath your big toe. Maybe give it a little, little massage, little circle. And then find that area underneath your little toe. And then go down to your heel and find the middle of your heel on the bottom, middle of your heel. So we just made three points. And if you were to take a big fat Sharpie marker and connect those points, you would have something that looks like a triangle. Okay, Allie Green, you've seen it here first. <laughs> you ready? I've never done this before on screen. Triangle. Oh, she's got the points. Yep. So we have our three points. <laughs> I knocked my foot on the desk. <laughs> the first time that I saw Lisa Clark, we were in our body uh, yoga training together here in Pittsburgh and in Cincinnati. And the first time that I saw we, we, this was one of our classes, you know, and she's got that marker out and she's passing the markers around to the 15 or 20 of us. And we're marking up our feet. And I, and like, it was just like such an incredible experience because you really, you were massaging your foot. You were playing with your foot in a way you probably hadn't ever before. And then your foot was marked up. And so I really encourage people to, you know, come back to this as a replay, even if you're watching live. And if you're watching on the replay or listening to the podcast, come back to this. I'm going to be quiet now and you continue, Allie, because this is precious. Precious. There's Allie's foot too. I've been massaging my foot. So touch is just such an incredible tool. So touch and breath are huge. That is what I teach people you know, to, to get into in their daily lives, you know, notice your breath. Um, you can, you know, let your breath be movement within you rather than this mechanical thing and touch <laughs> sounds wrong, but touch yourself. It's okay <laughs> because it's very powerful. So, so now we have this, this right foot. And so I would like to ask people to stand up. So we'll stand up and just take a little walk around and notice what that right foot feels like compared to the left. So that's how powerful touch is because we aren't just muscles and bones. We are fluid, we have fascia and the little massage we did really invited fluidity in. And now also there is much more of awareness from your foot to your brain and your brain to your foot. So this is also very important for pain. There's a whole pain science, you know, so I find that all of this somatic work, this embodied work is incredibly powerful 
for people that have chronic pain and chronic injuries or issues in their bodies. So if we're standing, just put your big toe mound, your little toe mound in the middle of your heel on the ground. You can do it with the left. And then you'll have to go back on your own and massage your left. You're going to want to now because it doesn't feel as good. The right feels like, ooh. So that's our tripod foot. And we have 10 toes pointing forward, if that feels good for you, because alignment is on a spectrum. We never want to just force our body into some idea of something. And the reason why this is really beneficial is that when we balance the feet, we are balancing the rest of the body on top of it. So I look at people's feet a lot. <laughs> so that is our lovely tripod foot. I ask people to, to be aware of their feet. Sometimes they're not aware that one foot is a little bit in front of the other when they stand or one foot rotates out. And just by working with that can create an, a whole change right up the body. That, that is such a powerful demonstration. Thank you, thank you. I felt the connection between the bottom of my foot and the earth, and it rippled up all the way from my foot, all the way up the right side of my body. And now as we continue this interview, I'm putting my left foot across my <laughs> right thigh so that I can give my left foot some attention because my left foot is screaming at me because it just happens that I, I actually had a little minor bike accident a couple of weeks ago and I injured my left foot a little bit. And it's saying, why did you start with my, with your right foot, Alyssa? You know, and so you'll find, I find that our bodies then start speaking to us. And I know that you work with people in an embodied way, like very few do in the world, really. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some of the classes that you offer and what are some of the types of people that you work with that you would recommend for certain classes? Because I know that you, that anybody would benefit from your services, uh, especially at this moment in time. But a lot of people, when they see the word soma, they don't know what that means and movement. Oh, I'm afraid to move. It's going to hurt. So, you know, what are you doing? How do we find you? And, you know, should we, should we seek you out either in person or online? Yes, please do. <laughs> so in Pittsburgh, uh, north of the city in Wexford, PA. And I, I just, I have to interrupt you for just a minute. Welcome, whoever just jumped on. We are, um, I'm having a conversation with Allie Green, and she has, uh, is building now Soma Movement. And she is physically in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but she also teaches virtually, and she is a true gift to the world. So we just went through a somatic experience, really, by doing some awareness activity of our foot. And so if you are just stepping in now, take the time. There's three people watching right now on Facebook. Take the time to go back and listen earlier, because this somatic experience was a gift that we both learned at the same time from uh, Lisa Clark of Embody uh, Yoga, 
Lisa is amazing, and I will one day interview her here as well. So Allie is now going into her offerings and the types of people that would benefit from her work. So even though she has a background as a professional dancer, you don't have to be a professional dancer to see Allie. Actually, it's kind of like the opposite of that, because those of us that have been in the somatic world for a much longer time never had the opportunities of learning about embodiment. And this is what Ali personifies. So also you should know that this uh, is, it will be, some of you will be listening to it as a podcast on Journey Through Health and Wellness on Anchor.fm, on Spotify, and on the Reimagine the Turtle Creek Watershed and Airshed Communities Facebook page. Ali, we're gonna digress for a minute because somebody's asking a question, which might put you on the spot again, trigger alert. They're saying, are you vegan? Oh, I hate to say this in front of Alyssa. <laughs> no, no, you have to understand that Alyssa has settled herself down and become more embodied around that question, but it okay. wasn't me that asked it. <laughs> I am, no, I am not vegan. I personally feel that everybody's body is a little bit different. I was, I was a vegetarian for um, probably about 10 or 15 years. And um, I actually feel healthier with a little animal protein in me. Now I will say that what I eat is organic and humane, you know, so I'm very careful of where my, you know, food source, you know, my animal food source comes from. So there, there's the answer. <laughs> so, so my, my, I, you know, it's a little bit of a digression in some people's minds about embodiment, but I, I can read into the question, especially when I see who's asked it. And I'm going to leave that a mystery. You can look back in the thread and see who asked the question. But I have come to understand that what we eat has a lot to do with embodiment. And I'll just leave it there for, for viewers uh, to, to think about but I would call you vegan leaning because in my imagination, you have been vegetarian and you're eating probably a little bit of meat compared to what the collective is doing. So that is how you're able to step more easily into being embodied. And now go back to where you were. So that was my, my offering. So I own a studio in Wexford, Pennsylvania called Equilibrium, Equilibrium Pittsburgh Movement Studio. And we have really become known for uh, being the place where when you don't know how to start, you know, let's say you're coming out of PT or you've never had a fitness program or you were someone that, you know, um, had, a, had, a, had a movement or fitness, but you, you've gotten away from it can be really daunting to look a lot look at a lot of these other types of programs that can be a bit aggressive <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with them i subscribe to there's no wrong movement it's just should you be doing it at this point or perhaps it's poorly prescribed so i'm not someone that's going to say crossfit is bad or any of that i think it's you know it's just who's doing it you know, at what stage in their life and are they truly, is their body truly ready to take on these, these, these things? And so what we do is we really help that person either prepare if that is something they want to do or to simply create a movement practice that 
creates more vitality for them, really makes them be able to enjoy their life better. So that is what we do. It's myself. I have two other teachers who are really wonderful and highly educated. And um, what are, what are their names? Maybe we have to have, we have to interview them as well. So Trisha Seclary is one of the teachers and she has been, my goodness, with the studio for years. And she found Pilates because she had back issues and actually came to the studio as a student, fell in love with it, got certified. And now she's, she's teaching. And the other person is Kathy Maurer. And uh, she actually just recently moved here and has started teaching at the studio in the last few months. And it's just, just terrific. So, and I have someone that comes in and, and does some subbing as well. So I'm pretty picky with who is teaching at the studio because we're just not rote. We're, um, we give a lot of time and attention. Our classes are small. We don't have a lot of classes. We tend to create the classes around the people. So we do have a few reformer classes and all of that you can find on the studio website, which is uh, www.eqpittsburgh.com. And uh, yeah, and we do privates and duets and things like that in the studio. If somebody would be so kind to drop www.eqpittsburgh.com into the chat, whoever's watching there on Facebook Live, we would be grateful so we don't have to split our visual attention too much. <laughs> and then I have a whole online studio, which happened during the pandemic. It was something that I wanted to do. And I think like a lot of people, it was like, oh, well, now I actually have a little extra time to do it. So, um, so that went on and I've been um, building that up. I'm, I'm uh, working on a workshop now called creative movement strategies for older adults but it is it is useful information for anyone at any age and um it's just incorporating somatics uh improving proprioception reaction time we do we do a few visual exercises working on you know peripheral vision so a lot of things that are really great for the older adult to focus on, it's, it's geared towards teachers because one of my passions is really becoming, how can I help other fitness? And it's really, you know, the fitness, the Pilates teachers incorporate more of this embodied work and, and, and give it to their, their students. I totally am resonating with you because I too have been teaching online and my most recent course is Comfortable Computer Eyesight, Three Steps in Three Weeks, which is really more like a seven-week experience. And people may not realize it when they first sign up for the class, but it's based in embodiment, body vision. Allie, thank you so much for being here. I will look forward to you you know, stepping back into the Facebook, uh, the Embody Vision Facebook page where we're streaming live now and putting all of your links so that we know how to get in touch with you. You are a gift to humanity. I really enjoyed uh, this interview because you, we, we were allowed to touch our bodies and we were allowed to realize how important our feet are as our pillars, the base of the pillars of 
the beautiful beings that we are. And we were able to experience um, how that affects our whole body, our whole soma. So best of luck in your building, your soma movement brand. I'm so excited to have caught you at the beginning of this. And I look forward, if you agree, to bringing back both you and those that you work with to dive a little bit deeper even or in a different direction um, so that we can help the world understand, I have goosebumps now, what embodiment is about and how it's not something really that I'm teaching you or that you're teaching me, but it's a matter of going deep within yourself to the understanding that all of the answers are within you. And um, I keep reminding myself of that over and over again, you know, every moment of every day, as much as I remember. So again, thank you. Are there any closing thoughts or words or awarenesses that you would love to leave people with today? I think one thing I would like to leave people with is that when you do experience this, you return home and that you are whole. You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You're simply in process. And I think that that's a beautiful way to kind of look at things, you know, and that when we connect to ourselves, we begin to understand that we're connected to others. We begin to understand that we are deeply connected to this earth that we, we live with. We don't live on it. We live with it. And the more that we can create that understanding and that, that compassion and that empathy, I think that's when we can start to, to heal things. And there's a lot of healing that needs to be happening. And by just doing this, it gives us a sense that we're contributing instead of feeling like, what can I do? It's just hopeless. It's like, it's not hopeless process to trust the process yeah and i would also like to say thank you so much for having me on and i have to just flip it right back at you that you are and i've always thought this you are my warrior spirit animal Alyssa. <laughs> you are just fierce <laughs> and you know you make the world a better place and you're just a really special human being and i'm i'm honored to know you and have you as a friend Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm soaking in <laughs> what your words are, and I'm soaking in the embodied experience uh, from earlier in the interview. So if you're just stepping in now live on Facebook, or you just are flipping through the podcast and you didn't listen to the whole thing because you're one of these people, I'm calling you out, that likes to just listen to the beginning, the middle, and the end, Take the time to listen to this interview because there's an incredible embodiment experience gem nestled in the middle of this interview that will change your life, truly. So thank you so much. Um, and we will be cross-pollinating, Allie Green, I have a feeling more than we have been over the past year now that we've grounded ourselves by stepping in the grass and paying attention to our tripod feet. So with that, I'm going to sign off and um, we'll see you all the next time in Embody Vision. Bye-bye.